This is the Context Podcast, sponsored by Geist Interactive. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. The last FileMaker DEF CON happened in 2019, and the conference we've attended for many years is no more. Instead, Claris International brings us Claris Engage, August 2020, a conference where the theme is digital transformation using FileMaker, Claris Connect, and everything else to which we can connect. Rosemary Tiji, head of community at Claris International, sits with me today to talk about Claris Engage. She shares how the conference moving forward is different than DevCon. She also talks about Claris Engage speaker submissions. Rosemary shares with us what they are looking for in speaker proposals and what makes a successful session. And finally, we discuss the community, its scope and its future. It's great to have Rosemary on the Context Podcast. I've known her for quite a while. She's a great person to talk to about FileMaker, about the community, and just have a good time. We hope she comes back again. Welcome, Rosemary, to the Context Podcast. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Good. It's great to, it's great to have you here. This is your first time of hopefully many times where you can come and talk about FileMaker, FileMaker community. And, 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 you know, if you want, you could also talk about technical stuff in FileMaker. I assume you still use FileMaker once in a while, right? I do still use FileMaker once in a while, but okay. not- Okay. Are you, are you pretty good at it still? <laughs> um, I think so. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there is a FileMaker community where you could learn more about it if you wanted to. So. Yeah. I might know <laughs> something about that. You might. Well, Rosemary, why don't you- uh, Introduce yourself to our audience. I'm sure everybody knows who you are, but let's uh, tell us tell us about yourself and maybe a couple things that uh, we don't know about you so far. All right. Well, hi everyone. I'm Rosemary. Uh, my official job title is head of community at Claris International. Um, but what that means is I I do several things that are all related to engaging and activating our community. So I manage our online community. I'm working with a few other people at Claris to build a stronger in-person community program. And as part of that, a big part of that is Claris Engage. And for Claris Engage and previously for FileMaker DevCon, I lead the speaker recruiting and selection process. Nice. And so, and you're here today to to talk with us about the new Claris Engage, the new conference that uh, is, uh, what is it, late or is it early August, 2020, right? Yes, early August. Yeah. So at Geist Interactive here, we realized a while back that we attended just the the very last FileMaker DevCon as it is. And I assume there's going to be a lot of the same things, but I assume with the whole name change, with, with you moving from FileMaker to Claris and then Claris Engage, that you're really taking advantage of doing something different, better, more amazing with, with this, uh, with this new conference. Is that right? Just generally? Generally, yes, that is our goal. So we did attend the last FileMaker DevCon. That was, I, I'm pretty, pretty excited about having that on my resume now for some reason. I don't know, but <laughs> tell us about Claris Engage. Uh, how will it be different than FileMaker DevCon? Uh, well, so first of all, Claris Engage is going to be more broadly focused on the theme of digital transformation in small and medium-sized businesses. 
And, you know, for many years, and I think our audience are DevCon attendees and our partners and our customers recognize FileMaker has played a huge part in bringing small, medium businesses and smaller teams and larger organizations into the full digital economy. But FileMaker is only one piece of that puzzle to really play in the new digital economy and to really go through digital transformation, you need to also participate in the broader API and app economy because frequently you don't want to reinvent the wheel for something that another app does really well. You'd rather tie your internal system to that external source. You know, I'm thinking of, you know, since I sit in the marketing organization, I think a lot about email automation and marketing automation tools like HubSpot or MailChimp or Constant Contact. Like, there's no reason to build an email blast system in FileMaker anymore when you have these great, highly optimized services that give you all kinds of great back data back and also help you enable best practices just because they're the experts at that. And so Claris Engage is going to be a about how to help businesses recognize and take advantage of all of those opportunities. It's interesting, you know, coming from your point of view that you see FileMaker as the the connection. You would rather not build an uh, email marketing solution or an invoicing solution so much. You would rather let those handle it. So you see the power of FileMaker, not in that it can do anything, but that it can connect anywhere, right? That's that's what we say here at Geist Interactive. And that's you're 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 telling me that that's what Claris Engage is going to be is the is the the entire you said API economy? Is that yeah, what you said? I think that's what I said. I yeah. I wouldn't say FileMaker just as the glue or the the connection, but I also see FileMaker as the place where you're putting in the intelligence and the processes that make your business unique and special? Like, what is it that you do? What's the value as a business that you bring to the table that isn't coded into one of those best of breed applications? So Nice. So, so Claris Engage is going to be more than just FileMaker techniques. Very much right? so, yes. Tell, can you give us a, some hints about what else it's going to be? Well, I can give hints as to what we are looking for. Because okay. um, really, uh, one of the great things about FileMaker DevCon in the past and FileMaker and Claris Engage going forward, you know, I still have to catch myself on the name <laughs> every time I say it, is that the community is really a huge part of what makes the conference so special. You know, we couldn't do this conference without our amazing army of speakers. And a lot of how the conference is shaped is driven by what people propose to talk about. You know, we can give you the broad theme. So I can lay out, well, the broad theme is digital transformation. And we're looking for inspiring technical sessions to, you know, showcase how developers have solved difficult problems with the Claris technologies. Um, We'll also have Claris Connect available by DevCon. So that will be another piece of the conference. But also we're looking for business stories, either success stories told by customers or by the partners who worked with them that, that really lay out the business story of this is the problem I was trying to solve in my business 
And this is how I brought Claris technology. And these are the results in terms of return on investment or time saved or business growth, whatever it is that makes sense for that story. In that case, are you looking for users of FileMaker or developer users of FileMaker? Like, I know last year, um, and I interviewed him recently, Logan Cornelius, he presented on how he's using APIs for his company, right? But he's the developer, but it solves a lot of problems for him and his company. You're looking for that? Um, Would you take somebody who doesn't know how to develop in FileMaker and just uses it? I would absolutely take someone who just uses FileMaker. Like to some extent, we're looking for you know the compelling business story. We're also okay. looking for the compelling technical stories. You know, so all are welcome to apply. Um, we've taken away the requirement for FileMaker certification, so nice. that's not our current FileMaker certification isn't required to be selected to deliver a technical session anymore. Uh, because we recognize that for many people, that was a barrier. There are a lot of really smart people doing really amazing things. And they may not be doing, they may be using FileMaker as a piece of that, but their focus may be in a completely different technology. So any given session is going to focus on FileMaker, but it's also going to could focus on the, the digital transformation that my business went through. Um, do you, do you see some of them focusing on like individual specific techniques of FileMaker? Yeah, I think there will be some sessions obviously focused on techniques in FileMaker, but those sessions still need to drive to the business benefit, the compelling why of, of why you're using this technique. You know, going back and looking at past sessions, the ones that are poorly reviewed are the ones that are showing off a technique for the sake of the technique and not connecting that technique to a benefit. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking back to a session a few years ago that laid out kind of the history of reporting in FileMaker and gave a very clear reason for why would you use a subsummary report? Why would you use a web viewer to, do, to, to build a cross-tab report? Why would you use a virtual list for reporting? And what were the strengths and advantages of each of those? And then how do you bring them all together to create value for the business? Because you know, at the end of the day, we're technologists because it brings value to a business. And so that needs to be a core part of every session. So if I propose a, a JavaScript session, for example, it's not just showing JavaScript and the cool things you can do in the web viewer, but how these, these widgets can uh, solve a problem for my client, how they can make their life easier, or even bring in some more modern user interface to the, the custom app. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. So it's not a show and tell. It's a, I don't know how you describe it. It's a show and... Inspire. Oh, that's great. Show and inspire. Very nice. Okay. Um, So can you, you mentioned what you're kind of what you're looking for. Do you have any specifics in mind? Are you um, able to like point out little pieces that you would love to see in your, in, in Claris Engage? Um, So I think first we're going to, we're looking for a lot of great content around Claris Connect because that's going to be the new product in the portfolio and you know we know people are very excited about it we've heard through the grapevine people are 
very excited and responding to our beta program. So, you know, if you've gotten that early look at Clarice Engage, or even if you haven't, but have ideas about how you're going to use it in your business, you know, propose something there. You know, we've also mm -hmm. got some great new features coming in the FileMaker platform, and we just released FileMaker Cloud a couple of months ago. So we're also looking for best practices and tips and tricks for using the latest technology from Claris in the FileMaker platform. It seems, uh, I was thinking about this, like if I were to bring <laughs> it as a, as a, as a speaker, it seems like I would want to bring my client with me. I, you know, I'm trying to think of how, how logistically that could work. Uh, I wonder if there's some ways that people can, um, without bringing their client to DevCon or to Claris Engage, how could they, you know, show the impact of what they have done with the techniques that they've built? Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, so I would love it if, developers brought some of their clients to Claris Engage oh. <laughs> because it's really about inspiring both developers and business leaders. Um, I was at a technology conference earlier this year where one of the best sessions I went to was a developer kind of doing a very informal onstage interview with a business oh. leader who had used that technology to solve a business problem. And so, you know, clearly this was a very senior business leader in a big company. So definitely not ever in the weeds of implementing technology, but did an, she did an outstanding job of articulating how the technology changes had improved their business operations and their business results. So I would okay. love it if developers propose some of those sorts of sessions. Another way you can do that is by bringing in video. You know, when you're, if your session is accepted, we've had a lot of great sessions where developers have brought in video interviews that show some of what hap what's happening in the business and how the Claris technologies have had an impact on the business. I'm getting a picture of this and I'm even having to rethink some of the things that I was thinking about. You know, again, it's not just showing techniques for the technique's sake. While that's cool, Claris Engage's primary purpose is to not just show off techniques, but to show how these techniques trans digitally transform a business. Um, that's that's going to be that's a quite that's quite a change. Yes. From previous. It is. DevCon, isn't it? Yes, and you know we're I will admit we're still figuring out what that's going to look like. Okay. And you know we need the help of the community to help us build this new conference. Well, I, I, I think it's going to be a change, but it's also, it's also not that difficult because if, if I'm a developer, which I am, and I'm building a dashboard for my client, I can show the technique of building the dashboard, but at least part of my session should be the benefits my clients reaped from using this dashboard, right? Right. It's, it's, you know, I can think of a session that I I love these sessions. I my very one of my very first sessions in 2012 was advanced reporting techniques. Love it. It was a very technical session, and I still go back to it once in a while. You know, but but what we would need to see to further advance that is how did this help the clients that <laughs> this re the, these reporting techniques were 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 implemented with, right? Right, and it could, doesn't even need to be a very specific example. It can be a more general 
you know, because that, you know, certain techniques can be applied in many different use cases. You know, so one option is just say, you know, and here's where I'd use this and give some some examples. Okay. And if you have a specific client example or two or can aggregate several examples into one, you know, you can also add, you know, something like, you know, and by making these small changes to the reporting technique, you know, it took less time to generate reports. There was less load on the server or it allowed the business leaders to take better advantage of this data and make better business decisions. It seems like having a business leader next to you or in a video could really speak to the business leaders in the audience, right? Yep. Um, because a business leader may not understand when we say, well, it didn't cause as much server load, right? Right. <laughs> or even, even the numbers. But if a if a client, if one of our clients can come and say, yeah, I mean, this, I was able to get done in 20 minutes, what it took me three hours to do, right? Mm -hmm. Then that speaks their language. Yep. Very cool. So, okay. So uh, this uh, Claris engages is, has a bunch of um, ideas for, for topics and we can start to submit them. Um, can you tell us how the submission process, what does it take to put together a successful um, proposal for a, a successful session? Um, so what we look for in session proposals are a fresh look at something or a compelling business story. Um, we're also looking for something that gets our attention and engages us authentically. So how, how do we inspire you or, um, or get your attention? Um, so we do require you to submit a video. And okay. the video is not a pitch for the session you want to deliver. Um, the video is so that everyone on the committee, the DevCon selection committee is a big cross-section of um, people who work at Claris. And we don't know everybody. And, you know, speaking for myself specifically, I'm really good at faces, but I'm really bad at connecting faces and names. So seeing your face connected to your proposal will help jog my memory and, and remember who the person making the, pro the proposal is. Um, but we want these videos to be just a chance for you to introduce yourself to the committee. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what's your experience, both in technology with FileMaker, Claris Connect, or other technologies, and also what's your public speaking experience? Mm -hmm. um, we don't require that speakers have previous public speaking experience, but it does help to know that, you know, even if you've never spoken at a Claris event in the past, it helps to know, hey, I speak at church regularly, or I was a teacher in the past, so I spent hours in front of a classroom every day for many years. Just knowing that someone will be comfortable in front of an audience helps us know that you'll be comfortable in front of an audience when you get on stage. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah. And also just kind of on the technical side, you know, in the 600 characters that we give you to pitch your session, you're not going to be able to lay out everything that you're going to do in that session. You need to give us that broad strokes, you know, so going back to the reporting example, you know, I gave earlier, it's, you know, you're just going to lay out. There's many ways to build reports in FileMaker 
This session will give you a survey of some of those techniques, including summary reports, cross-tab reports, and using virtual lists, and share the advantages and disadvantages of each of those techniques and where you might use each one. You know, it sounds kind of dry, but, you know, that gives a really good description of what you're planning to deliver. And again, if you can make mention of any benefits, I assume that's good because that's what you you want to see in your sessions, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, a successful proposal makes you curious. It inspires you. Um, you There's some connection to digital transformation. Um, there's a lot of you in your proposal, you provide examples and our video is just introducing ourselves. Yep. Um, what, what, what exactly would make a, a, a successful session presenting in front of people? Um, that actually can be many different things. You know, there are, I've seen great sessions that are just dry, you know, that I, you know, looking back are pretty dry, technical, lots of code but they're delivered effectively and you know not live coding as one example of things of a session type that rarely ever goes well core and key to every really good conference session is some element of storytelling you know in a business case it's really easy to tell a story to to cuz the business is the hero or the business leader is the hero and it's easy to lay out this is the problem. This was our challenge. Here's how we brought technology to bear on the problem. And here was our great success and our big wins. That's a very clear thread for a story. For a more technical session, it's a lot harder to bring that storytelling element. But the best technical sessions still have that. It may not be as clear a, a story, but there is always a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I think the best sessions also don't try to do too much in terms of the whatever technical content they're delivering. They deliver enough technical content to inspire the audience and give the audience a place to start, something to grab onto so that if they really want to learn more, they have the, the introductory knowledge and then the resources to go and dig in more and learn more. You know, Jeremy, going to your JavaScript example, you're never going to be able to teach anybody really anything, everything they need to know about JavaScript in a 60-minute conference session, right? But what you can do is say, lay out, okay, JavaScript is now a big part of the FileMaker platform. And here are some examples of what you can do with it. Here are the benefits of what you can do with it. Here's a little bit of core coding information, kind of structure of the language, something to get you started. And here are all the resources I used as I was learning it. By the way, no one steal that idea because that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned dry technical sessions that, um, you know, do a lot of coding or a lot of, you know, technique. To me, the successful ones are the ones where the person clearly has passion for it. You know, it's kind of silly to be passionate for a technique, but that's those are really good sessions when someone is just clearly loves this technique, is very interested in finding all of the the quirks about it. That kind of stuff really shows through and makes it a successful session. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I mean, one. that's core is having passion 
even if you're not the biggest expert on a topic, if it's something you're passionate about and you bring that passion to your session, it will be effective. Does a successful session mean the presenter is perfect in her speaking and her every every minute of every second of that 60 minute um, session? Uh, no, I don't think perfection is not what you're striving for in a session. You, we, the most successful sessions are really authentic. Authentic, okay. You know, where you're bringing your personality into the session and you know what you're going to say, but you're not rehearsed so that everything falls flat. Because I find for myself when I'm speaking, if I am over rehearsed, if I've rehearsed too much, my delivery loses all the life. Like there's no mm-hmm. modulation in my voice. There's no modulation in pacing. So it's it's important to be prepared and to know your material, but you don't want to have a script fully written out and fully memorized. You want to yeah. be able to have some room for give and take with the audience. You know, it's hard when you're on stage in a big room to take questions like in the middle of a session. But if you see looking out at the audience, someone has an aha moment or a very puzzled look, you need to be able to, to go with that and either go in deeper if you're seeing that you're not connecting with the audience or, you know, skip over things if everybody already knows something, if that makes makes sense. I, I agree with you. I mean, that's, that's the basic uh, that's the basic skill of a teacher is to be able to adjust to her audience on the fly, right? To have enough materials to be prepared to know the subject well enough to divert as the audience demands it. Um, and that those make good sessions when the when the speaker can pick up on the audience and and take a take an unexpected route. Um, but one that was prepared, you know, that was ready to go. It, I've seen very successful sessions. Just technically, they're they're ready in advance. They have, if they do some live coding, they have that video recorded. I think that that uh, I've seen it a couple times, and it's it seems to be coming more frequent. Um, last year, um, it's it's easier to do that to record your yourself doing some coding, and it just makes for a a, a better flowing. A better flowing session, right? Yep. Um, and well, I mean, and one other tip is even if you don't want to record it, um, one thing I've seen successful both at past DevCons and in other technology sessions is you have a secret text document where you're everything, every command that you need to put into whatever your coding example is, is already typed out. So you're copying and pasting to show okay, the flow yeah. rather than typing and risking typos and weird syntax errors, whatever other problems you might encounter. And it's not, it's not so much that you want to be perfect in your coding. It's just as a presenter myself, you're thinking of what are you saying? What are you saying next? You don't want to be bogged down with typing letters, right? There, yes. there seems to be very many skills that are going on and where your primary purpose is to convey the, the, the message and to get across the technique, get across the benefits and so forth. So that's that's a recommendation, not so that you be perfect, but so that you focus on what's important. Yes. Right? And as an you audience don't want your coding. Go ahead. Yeah, as an audience member, you know, there's nothing 
more boring than watching somebody type <laughs> a lot of text, you know, like a few words, yeah. you know, entering a username and password, fine. But, you know, typing 10 lines of code is kind of dull yeah. and breaks the flow of whatever it is you're trying to convey. As, as you said, the focus needs to be on the message and effectively delivering that message, not on showing all your work. Exactly. And if you want to make it look like you're coding, you could actually record it and then just stand behind your keyboard and pretend you're typing, right? Yep. Yeah. DevCon, uh, gosh, Claris Engage is coming up and we, uh, we've talked a little bit about uh, sessions here. When, when can people start proposing sessions? So the call for proposals opens on January 6th and closes on January 31st. So that's a okay. good four weeks, four business weeks to um, enter, your, enter your proposals. And we're asking people to submit between one and three proposals. If you, sub if you okay. submit more, we'll consider them all, but... Um, <laughs> That does kind of irritate the committee a little bit. Um, we'd rather see two or three really strong proposals than let me throw eight things at you and see what sticks. You know, <laughs> okay. I'd rather see three yeah. really thoughtful and well-crafted yeah. proposals from, from one person. And then, you know, as we do the selection process, the, we review everything that comes in. We read every proposal. We watch every video. And then the team meets over the course of about a week. And we'll probably be doing that in mid-February. And then by the end of February, we will be announcing our decisions to everybody who applied. So you will either get a, we'd love to have you deliver one or two sessions, or we'll get a, thank you so much for applying. We don't have room for you this year, but you know we'd love to hear more from you in the future. And like that's one thing is applying and being rejected doesn't necessarily mean we don't like you or we didn't like your proposal um, over the past several years. It's meant we get so many great proposals because our com community is so passionate and so engaged that you know we could fill two or three conferences with top quality content with the number of great proposals that we get. Um, so part of my in-person community work over the the next year is going to be to work to connect people who make really great proposals with other opportunities to share their knowledge. You know, maybe Claris Engage isn't the right venue this year, but, you know, we have a network of user groups all over the world. We do webinars. We are working on, I'm working on some online community programming that can help showcase that knowledge and help people share their knowledge with the community in other ways. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, there's no, DevCon is, Claris Engage is not the only place that you can speak. And um, I know with, with uh, Tom, we just talked about some, um, the meetup groups and such, and, and, and Claris is doing more with that. So it's not the end all. I used to feel that way when I got rejected a few <laughs> times, but it just happens, right? Um, so is there going to be any time for people to informally present stuff that, that they are passionate about? I don't think we're going to have room for unconference for the unconference type um, sessions this year. Um, part of it is the hotel 
meeting space is a little bit more constrained than we've had the past few years. I mean, the other thing we've taken away from the last couple of years is we've learned we cannot put anything in uncarpeted, open cavernous exhibit hall type spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, um, I think we're, we're a little more space con- constrained in terms of the meeting and exhibition and keynote spaces than we have been the last couple of years. Okay. What else can you tell us about Claret's Engage that might be uh, different? Is there any cool things that you can share at this moment? Um, I, I don't know a lot, to be honest. Okay. I mean, so part of it is we're, we're still figuring it out too. We have our vision, um, but that vision is still taking shape to a large extent. Okay. What I can say is we're going to have another Claris Engage in Portugal at the end of October. Ooh. Um, so that is another opportunity for people to apply to speak. And one of the things we're planning for Claris Engage Europe is to have sessions in many of the local European languages. Um, so we recognize that for people for whom English isn't their first language, it's really tough to come to a conference and only listen to English for three days. Um, so we are planning to have Uh, sessions in several European languages at the European session. So if you're afraid to speak, but don't haven't applied because you don't think you can deliver a session in English, you know, this is an opportunity to deliver a session in your native language. And, you know, the other thing is Claris Engage Europe is not going to be a carbon copy of Claris Engage US. It's going to have, you know, its own different set of speakers, new keynote material from Claris and, you know, have that more European focus. So we'd love for Americans to apply to speak, just like we love for the Europeans and Japanese and Australians to speak, to apply to speak in the U.S., but that's also coming soon. And we haven't set the exact proposal dates for that, but it'll probably be in the March timeframe. I'm really looking forward to Claris Engage. Um, we here at Geist Interactive, we've talked about how disruptive this year has been in the BioMaker, the workspace innovation platform, um, name change, adding more products, whole different, you know, everything, almost everything is different, right? Um, so I know we're really looking forward to what uh, Claris Engage is this year. It, it with more products, with, with Claris Connect, coming there's there's it's going to be more than just filemaker right it's going to be more than just layouts and calculations and scripts it's going to be it's going to be a lot more and i think that will be good for us because we need to continually digitally transform and and i'm glad that the engage conference will give us more inspiration I, my very first devcon i was inspired tremendously by what people can do in filemaker and I'm sure after this year, we'll be inspired to, you know, continually, we'll be inspired to digitally transform even more for our clients. You know, you're, uh, you're, you said you're head of the community. Um, so I'd like to just in our last few minutes here, just talk a little bit about the community, if you don't mind. I know your head is on Claris Engage, but um, I'm sure your head is deep in community as well, right? Always. <laughs> Always. So um, tell us about the community. What What is Claris international see as, um, you know, the full community plans? What, what do you hope for the community? Um, so 
I think one thing, just personally, I would not be where I am today without the FileMaker and now, Clar well, previously Claris, now then FileMaker and now again Claris community. I started as a developer pretty much right out of college in the early 90s and learned an awful lot by participating in the, then it wasn't even an online forum, it was just an email list. Um, and then continued to participate in the forum as it became a forum and more engaged online. And then, of course, I went to work for FileMaker 14 years ago, which I still find a little surprising that it's been that long. Um, and then three years ago, I took on this role as um, community leader. And so we don't see community as just the online forums. It's a big piece, but... It's not everything. And so we are definitely continuing to invest in the online community over the next year. But we're also planning to invest and um, make changes in the way that we support all the local meetups and user groups. And we've always had kind of an arm's length um, connection with the user groups. And we really want to change that and make those meetups as exciting and energizing around the Claris brand and Claris products as experiences like Claris Engage or DevCon are. And you know, personally, I've always been really passionate about user groups because I think we all learn together and we can build something together when we meet in person. And you know, back before I worked for FileMaker, I co-chaired the Harvard University user group for many years and was also a pretty active participant in the Boston Area FileMaker Developers Association, or BAFTA. Um, and when I was a systems engineer, I loved getting out and speaking to user groups. It was something that I was always passionate about. And so we're hoping to be able to give you know, some more support. And it's not going to be that we can send speakers out to every user group meeting once a year, um, just because we're such a small team and there are so many user groups. Um, but we are striving to provide content kits for leaders and other support. So hopefully that we'll be able to talk more about that as our plans firm up in the coming months. I Took a look at um, Tony White Designs has a infographic of all the uh, user groups, and he has about thirty or so listed. And you know, there's like what three or four in California alone. So it'd be nice if we could get user groups in every state. Um, although you know, user groups are becoming probably more and more virtual as mm -hmm. well. Um, but it's always nice to connect with people to go to the Perkins or the the, you know, the Claris <laughs> wedge and meet with people and, and, and commiserate, I guess. Um, I, I would rather yeah. say celebrate than commiserate. Celebrate. I don't even know what <laughs> the word commiserate means. So I, it just means, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and part of it too is, you know, we're focused to a large extent for the last several years has been kind of North America only. So I'm also okay. trying to expand that meetup vision to the global community. I'm I'm excited again. <laughs> what the community can be is 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 great, and I'm excited that you're you're transforming the community as well and continuing to invest in that. I think I, I mean I've learned FileMaker a lot from there, and I 
want to pay, continue to pay back my, my teachers on the community and uh, give advice to new people. And I want new people to come and, and, and be supported even virtually by, um, by veterans. So it's good that it's, it's not just the community, the, the community forums. It's not just one forum. It's going to be a lot more. So, and you'll, I assume you'll do stuff at Claris Engage that will continue to support the community. Yes, we will. Um, I know two years ago we had the user group summit and that was great. I'm hoping to bring that back this year and hoping to also, you know, continue to share, you know, a little bit about where we're going on the roadmap and celebrate our wins over the last year. Oh, and also I, you know, really think we need to do a better job or continue to do a good job and, you know, get better at celebrating the the members who are stars in the community. You know, we have one, okay. you know, for the last several years we've had one award for kind of the the online community participation and, you know, I would like to be hoping that we can expand those awards to be, you know, who are the leaders in the user group community? Who are the leaders mm. in just getting out the Claris word to a broad audience that aren't only partners? You know, we have a lot of people who are strong advocates who don't work for Claris or FileMaker partners. So I'm just, you know, trying to think through ways that we can expand our recognition of the community and the strong leaders in the community. Uh, well, Rosemary, uh, thank you for your time. You've shared a lot about Claris Engage and, and what to uh, expect as far as the differences. We talked a little bit about putting, we talked some about putting together proposals and what makes a successful session. I'm excited for what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen and, and I'm excited to see the new new stuff come out there. So thank you for uh, sharing with that. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. I had fun. And that brings us to the end of the Context Podcast. Thank you to Rosemary for talking with us about Claris Engage and the community in general. Links to the community and Claris Engage speaker submission are found in the show notes. If you have a moment, please give us a rating and review wherever you're listening to us right now. And drop us a line. Email us at support at geistinteractive.com to give us general comments about the show. If you have an idea for a topic, let us know, and we'll find the best guests to talk about what you want to hear. Until next week, remember, context is king.